With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through Friday. On the Athletic Podcast Network. Bruh. New York strip steak? This is the Basketball Buds. Braised beef short ribs? With Zach Harper and your favorite athletic writer. Get mad at me, bro. I'm gone. Welcome to the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Zach Harper. We got Trevon Edwards. We got Jay King. We got Dave DeFore. We got Wozniak Lambre. We got Jade Hoy producing. Coming up on the show, trade deadline, fallout, buyout, fallout, Andre Drummond sweepstakes, the Nets, the Lakers, Draymond, defender of all time. Let's get into it, guys. The trade deadline is coming gone. We got some buyout guys who have gone through. So I know that I don't have the best reputation in terms of appreciating what like a Nikola Vucevic does. Okay. I've been known to not be a huge understander of the Vooch experience. He's kind of my new LaMarcus Aldridge, who is in the news because he's on the nets now. So Trey, I want to start with you in if, am I wrong for not giving a shit that Vooch is now on the Bulls and thinking that that's a move? First, before I even say, Jade, insert the Kendrick Perkins clip. No, you're not wrong. Again, you're not a casual either. It's He's been very deep in Orlando for so long. But also, you know the Bulls are not going to be competing for finals, right? But in the positive direction, it's a culture reset. They made a move that makes the city of Chicago happy. They made a move that makes Zach Levine happy. And then, you know, Billy Donovan is just going to have to shape it all together and figure it out. You know, they got guys like Troy Brown out of the acquisition, and then you got Daniel Tice. So they're going to have to figure, you know, they're not going to just go out and just run the table now that they got guys that actually are NBA players. Um, but in a situation, it, it was, it was. I think they won the trade deadline. If it was, if there was ever a thing of grades. So here's, uh, I swear to God, I'm not just trying to be an asshole here, but like <laughs> I, the, that's, that's the first start off a point I'm about to make. Yeah. That's the first time I've tried to not be an asshole, but like my two favorite acquisitions of the deadline were Bielitsa with Miami and Gary Trent Jr. <laughs> with Toronto. Like those are the two where I'm like, I can see that making a difference. I can see that mattering. I was like, more everything so leaning towards Norm Powell. Like yeah, Norm well, Powell. So Norm that, Powell was actually, really good. So Aaron them. Gordon to the Nuggets meant nothing, but you're like, be elite. No, it didn't, it didn't mean nothing. Yeah, it doesn't mean nothing. I just, I don't think wouldn't... it really raises their ceiling. Oh, I disagree. I disagree I, yeah, as well. You're sliding Millsap to the bench. Aaron Gordon's been really good this year. He adds another guy. Has who he? Could, yeah, when he, the fuck has he played this year? He's actually been pretty he's good. like nine minutes. No, he's been pretty good. Uh, ever since they lost all their guards, he's been uh, – starting their offense, like initiating their offense, a lot of more stuff off the dribble, and his defense has been good, and it's going to move Millsap so I'll say, I'll say this, into Dave, that 
that bench that they need help with. I, I think it's it's a big time move for Denver. They needed to do this I think last the year. Nugget, I think the Nuggets don't need all that. I think that he needs to buy in on a defensive end and then also just kind of add what he does mm-hmm. from there. Um, but it filled the gap that they missed so solely with Jeremy Grant. All right. Well, let me let me one. Jeremy Grant can shoot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Aaron Gordon no, cannot. But, but Aaron, two, Gordon could, Aaron Gordon could hit the three from time to time. Let me I'm play, not going to take that from him and dumb him down on offense. They're going to be let the most open the threes of, he shot in his career. Let me play the role of Jay King here. I'm supposed to get excited that he initiated the 27th ranked offense in the NBA? <laughs> well, you know, he was playing with guys like Nikola I mean, Vucevic. But you have to look at it like this, Zach. He's not coming in to be one or two. He right. is potentially going to be three or four. So when you add when you add a three a, a guy that was like one or two on another team to be potentially a three or four and he's healthy, I'm okay with that. I don't think they went. I don't think they got worse. You know, I think that they added to whatever they did, but I don't think they like still shake up the Lakers or the Clippers. Well, you know what I'm saying? They added a starter sti- for a guy who I mean, R.J. Hampton. I think is going to have a really good NBA career, but Gary Harris barely plays for them. And now they, they right, but now they have starter. Now they still have exactly one defender. Oh yeah, but this team is this team is really worrying about defense. Now they have Aaron Gordon in that city. Yeah, but but Aaron Gordon though can theoretically, of course, um, guard these bigger wings, right? Yeah, Um, he has been. They they don't have. God Again, knows his, his light skinned brother Grant. doesn't want to do the the defense stuff. So it's like. You know, they needed that. Millsap is not what he used to be, obviously. And and Dave brings a good point by just, like, decreasing his minutes load with somebody who's just clearly better is going to, you know, raise their floor. I I mean, I don't, I don't think that this makes them better than the Lakers when healthy, but I don't see why they can't beat the Clippers again. <laughs> I, I, think, I think how this piece will be judged is, is does Nikola Jokic bring out a different level from Aaron Gordon, and I think he he might. Jokic makes guys way better. And if Aaron Gordon looks around and thinks, man, if I just cut really hard, I'm going to go get a bucket. And and he, he's got to look around and think Jokic is one, Murray is two, he's three at the very best. And so I, I think he'll cut out some of the bad shot selection that he used in Orlando when he kind of had to create more for himself. I think this is going to be a better fit than people realize. I think Gordon fills the grant role he's going to be guarding Kawhi if they play them in the playoffs right that's Good a luck. big deal for, for Denver luck. they needed somebody with that athleticism with that athletic profile they just didn't have that and and like Jokic is playing at a level you had to go out and upgrade your roster and give yourself a chance because he's he's one of the top five best players well, in the world he's a joke I'm not right down, now uh, he's not one of the top and, five best players in the world but he is having one of the five best seasons um i <laughs> I, I'm not doubting. I'm not doubting that they got better. I'm doubting that they raised their ceiling. I think they're still the same max that they were before. Uh, that's possible, right? Because I mean, the Lakers are still just a juggernaut if they're healthy, right? Like, if healthy, yeah. Right. And but but with that being said, this is a move saying, well, the Lakers aren't healthy right now, and maybe we've got a shot at this. And so, if the Lakers aren't going to be healthy in the playoffs, all of a sudden, I, I think you have to feel better about the ceiling of the Nuggets. Nobody's going to beat this Lakers team if they're healthy, I think. I think that's clearly the best team in the West if everybody's good to go. But if, man, if either of those guys aren't 100%, all of a sudden, um, you, you've got a chance I still there. don't think, but, man, I don't know that I would take them against Portland. Like, that, like, that's... Really? Uh, Denver? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. think I'd take them against Portland right now. Like it might matter who yeah, has home I, I, court I, I in that series. On that one, Zach. I'll, man, I'll, you're, I'll, no, you're entitled I'll to your own opinion. I'll take, I'll I'll take Dame I, in that matchup. I think right? it's close. Like, I, I, I'm with you. I think it's I, close. I, I'm not saying it's not close, but like here, all right. And this is another. And I'm I'm open to the idea that these are me problems here. Sure. But I look at this and I'm like, okay, this might be. He has the stank of the Orlando Magic organization on him. But I'm like, <laughs> what winning basketball has Aaron Gordon ever played? <laughs> Fair. Well, yeah. Like but that's I just, the other But I also think, I think that he actually Denver's, gets a chance. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh no, for sure. He has a chance to prove that to be, hey, that was on them. That's not on me. To me, within Denver's ecosystem, he's gonna have a, an opportunity to shine. I think Denver has proven like, and not a lot of teams can say this, like they're gonna score against playoff defenses, set defenses. They're gonna get good looks, right? And we saw even in last year's playoffs, even cats like Dozier had little moments. Mm-hmm. And he's not as good as Aaron Gordon. You know, I just think. They're so advanced offensively, and so it's going to create opportunities and space for him to move around and and do, and beat people. And granted, because he is going to be the fourth option, right? Teams, are, I don't know that teams were ever king in on him in Orlando, but I'm just no, saying, no, like, he's going to have the he's he going to have the space to but, do. Uh, but here's the thing: what he, he needs to do. Here's the thing: I'm not Who going off 100 three point attempts today, like. Like, 103-point attempts this year, he's a shooter. The fucking six years before that, he's a 31% three-point shooter. Well, who, who said he's now a I'd shooter? I'd get better, Zach. Yeah, but also, who was Jeremy Grant before the <laughs> playoffs last year, right? Like, it, it, Aaron Gordon is, I don't think he's got the on-the-ball stuff that, that Jeremy Grant has, and he definitely isn't the shooter that he is right now. He might be, though, playing with Jokic and having Michael Porter and, and Murray out there, where, again... He is going to be the fourth guy on, on the scouting report on the offensive end. He's going to have a chance to just score on the margins, hit spot up wide open, the most open shots of his career. Uh, Jay talks about the cutting. I mean, he's a freak athlete. Jokic is a, an amazing passer. That whole team actually is oh, full of you good could passers. Run some so. fun, like, 5-4 yeah. pick and rolls so with, with Jokic and Gordon, for sure. Offensively, yeah. the fit makes perfect sense. And I, I don't think anybody's arguing that it doesn't. Now, does it help them enough defensively, knowing that that's a big glaring issue for them? I don't. I don't think it's gonna. You know, you're not. You're not gonna trust this team defending in the playoffs anyway. Uh, but I do think right. it is an upgrade on Millsap, and it upgrades the rest of your rotation because it gets Millsap into the role that he should have been in for, in the first place, which is that backup hybrid big. Where if you want to play two bigs, you can play him in Jokic, or if you want to play smaller defensively, you can play him in place of Jokic. Is Aaron Gordon a better defender than Jimmy Grant? No. I think he's no, I don't think so. No. No. But he's not as But he's going to he's, but he's going to have to show apart. he's going to have to show effort if he wants to finish games in Denver. Well, yeah. Mike Malone straight up. And that was the and that was the communication of why they made the move. Right. They said we don't need you to do all other stuff. If you can play defense, then this is the right place for you. And that's why they pulled the trigger because they believe that he's going to buy into what they do. So we'll see. They, he debuts tonight, and we'll get a chance, and then we can, and I can come back and say, Zach, you were completely right. My bad. On, on the other hand, I feel, Zach, a little bit on this because the Aaron Gordon thing is very much hypothetical. Like, everybody talks about him, like, like he'll do this and do that. We, we've never really seen it. So this is a test for Aaron Gordon, too. Like, yeah. Like, what is he? What can he be? If, if he can't bring it out of himself playing next to Jokic, playing next to Murray – 
then he's not the guy people have convinced themselves that he is. But right. also, let's give him some time. Yeah, I, I want to see because it. Because, I, 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 I don't think the Bulls got a ton of after the playoffs. The only right? reason why I say this is because the Bulls got ran last night. And obviously, that wasn't, it was kind of like, when they got Vooch, it was like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, we're about to run the table. And it's like, no, nah, not so fast. So, <laughs> I mean, they've, they've paired two all-stars, Trey. <laughs> they paired two all-stars, right? <laughs> and and that's how it normally works. You get all-stars on a team, hey, and man, then they just right. run the table. Yo, Vooch had, Vooch had a Vooch game last night. He had 21 points, nine rebounds, three assists, and he got beat by double digits. Like, he's right at home in Chicago. <laughs> His numbers were good. I, I, I think I think I want to see what Billy Donovan figures out with them. Um uh defensively, you know, Zach Levine has never been like exactly Scottie Pippen and Vooch is Vooch. <laughs> and so like your two best players are like bad at defense. You know, um, so that th- that's what confuses me about why there should be any real enthusiasm here, right? Like I mean, I guess Zach Levine has shown a little bit this year that he's like okay. Yeah, he's, but he's shown been he's horrible shown some in, yeah. in the past. Well, so that's the thing with with the Aaron Gordon to Denver and does he raise their ceiling? I think all my questions are about Aaron Gordon, right? And right. he has a chance, like you guys mentioned, he has a chance to prove, like, hey, this theoretical Aaron Gordon is actually the tangible Aaron Gordon. Like, this is the guy that exists when he's in an environment that isn't Orlando. Uh, with Vooch to the Bulls, I feel like I know what that dude looks like. I don't need the theoretical Vooch. Like, I've seen it, and I've seen this Bulls team, and, like, that doesn't seem to raise the bar. But at the same time, if this puts them at an advantageous place in the play-in tournament, then it works, right? Then it's then it's the move that that works. I just, I look at that, I'm like, man, you gave up. Wendell Carter Jr., who, look, I, I still believe in, but he might just not be good. Like, I'm, I'm open to the idea, right? I think, he's, I think he could be good, but he might just not be good. But you gave up him and two first-round picks? Like, that's a, that's a lot for a dude that I'm not yeah. sure makes you better. Right. And, and, and like, you know, we, I, I was one of the people that was most critical of, of Jokic's defense back in the days, right? But he's gotten to a point where he's fine. He's not good. He's not a plus defender. He's fine. And when you're getting MVP level production on offense, that's amazing. When you're just getting a guy who's like, you know, I guess he's a pick and pop threat. And I, I don't I don't know the appeal of Vucevic. I just don't get it. You know, I, I saw people online were pretty excited because I think people want to see the Bulls be relevant and, 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 and play, you know, quality basketball on a consistent basis. Right. Uh, you know, they haven't had that for so long, but uh, I just don't get the Vooch thing. Well, he's a, I, yeah, he's a good, don't. he's a good, not great player, right? He makes the all-star game in the East, but he probably doesn't in the West, right? Like I, I think that the perception of Vooch is maybe different, uh, than, than the reality, but the reality is he's still a pretty good player. He can score, he can space the floor, is he uh, going to help them on defense? No, not really, but they, they did, their center rotation wasn't really good anyway. I at least like them right. taking a shot at actually making the playoffs. I think that's a good thing. And I, I just think he makes life easier for Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. Like Zach Levine has, has had a, a great season, has become an all-star, has obviously put in a ton of work on his game. 
he survives and thrives by doing a lot of very difficult things. He makes difficult shots. He makes difficult plays. I just think Vooch makes it a lot easier for him. Like he's not a great reader of the game. He's not going to have to be with Vooch. It's going to be like draw two, hit the all-star big man who's spotted up at three and let him make a play. And so I, I think just having that safety valve just will really, really open things up for Zach Levine too. Yeah, maybe. And I, I think that could be the real benefit from this um, is that, that he starts to kind of round out parts of his game that have been unexplored so far. And then I think with, with Thad Young, with Vucevic, like those are two very good passing big men. And, and I, I think that if you have two good passing big men surrounded by some scorers and shooters – you have a chance to have a really good offense and they've only been mediocre offensively. I think this has a chance to really open them up. And so I'm open to the idea that it could be a bigger acquisition than some of you guys might think. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily with 24 seven us based live customer service from discover. Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep. You heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I mean, he's got to stay. It's just to stay ahead of like Toronto, Cleveland, and the Wizards, right? See, I, I don't know if it's that much for this year. Like he has two years left. Um, and and so, yeah, like it'll help them this year, but there's not much time left in this year. I think right. moving forward, like this could be, and I, I don't, it's not going to make them a championship contender, but like if you go from eighth, ninth, 10th in the East to fifth, sixth, seventh, then that's at least an upgrade and you've given yourself a chance. Yeah, I mean, I just I I look at that of like, okay, so maybe you can be the magic moving forward, right? Of the last couple of years, which I guess, hey, if you're guaranteed an eighth seed by default most years, that's a step in the right direction from where the Bulls were, right? Like, exactly. I guess technically that's that's a step forward. I just don't know. Like to me, I'm like, you gave away two firsts for that. That doesn't seem like the best move to me, but whatever. I mean, it could it could end up being fine like i what i did like is i like I mean, actually the more i thought fair, about it, zach think about it we had high hopes on window carter I yeah feel like we fleeced him um you know and, and and got in a situation of like the draft history hasn't been that tremendous you know yeah. like laurie didn't pan out to what we wanted laurie to be i say we me as a, a bulls fan <laughs> um but in a situation if you can get back a you know a vucevic or you know, uh, Troy Brown and, you know, you still got, you got some uh, auto Porter off the books. They can go make a move in the summer. And ideally it's not to win a championship. It's just to show, to move, to, to coach a reset and change what guard packs and them had, had going yeah. and just clean that filth out and move in a proper direction. So if they miss the playoffs, I don't still consider that a failure. 
I think moving forward should be only up from here. Yeah, it should. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. It sh- it should be. Um, like if they make the playoffs, great. If they make the playoffs, then boom, this worked because they need to. They need to start making the playoffs. Realistically, and some we're talking action. about they they they're shooting for six seed in the East. That's that's what they're gunning for, and that's 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 attainable. relatively attainable. Yeah, right they're like now. what, like four, five games out of out of the six seed. Like that's not that crazy, especially right. as as garbage as the east continues to be yeah uh, you're four, well, five, four six right games now. out of the four seed. knicks hornets and hawks yeah right exactly yeah like hornets they can are, be hornets, as good hornets as the are gonna drop knicks out. and the hornets and the hawks well I, <laughs> so you're I saying if the hawks if the hawks field, difficulty court advantage lock lock, lock it, it in lock it in lock, lock it in, in yeah. give me the lock yeah. noise is that worth so, Nik- so, nikola vucevic i mean i i'd say yes maybe yeah, for sure. I mean, for them, it is. And and again, all of this stuff is relative. Um, I like. I personally was a fan of the Sixers getting George Hill, Big just because he's another guy who can shoot it. Um, obviously, you know, he's another guy who defends. I don't think they have enough playmaking still. Right? Like Do you that's think what they I really think they lost out on an opportunity by failing to get Kyle Lowry. One hundred percent. I felt like that I, was like, so to obvious. Me, to me, like he just makes your team so much better, so much smarter, um, and you can attack people. So, like, I, like I feel confident that he'll be able to get Joe the ball in crucial moments, right? Like this guy is so like he has a presence when he has the rock in his hand, and he's gonna make smart decisions, right? I was so mad that, that Zach was right that Kyle Lowry didn't get moved because I thought it was like 100% shot. <laughs> Are you mad that he didn't get moved or are you just moved? mad that Zach was right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants even, – even I don't want to be right on this podcast, okay? Like when, <laughs> the, when the Heat are in the Eastern Conference Finals, again, you guys are going to hold on, hold on, podcasting. Hold on, hold on. I got to go back to the playoffs? to take. Get out of here. We got to go yes. back to the elite to take. Oh, That's it's a crazy. good take. He's a good defender. Yeah. He, he shoots great, the ball. Great. It's not great pickup for look, them. He's not Jay Crowder, but like he is a close enough facsimile. You're right. He can shoot. Right. Well, hold on. <laughs> but he is a good you, shooter. You guys, and he's you a guys were all over me for defender. saying Jay Crowder was a a a big loss, and now Bealitz is the missing piece. Like because wh- Jay Crowder yes, can't dog. shoot yes. for one, and Bealitz can play make. That's and the thing. Jay Crowder just some, was a big loss. And Kelly Olynyk is the change of Houston. They're undefeated with him. Look at them. Yeah. They don't know how to lose with Kelly Olynyk. Did you know Kelly Olynyk was in the, it was in Miami for four years. I saw that. I see he said goodbye to Miami. He's like, thank yeah. you for the last four years. I was like, four years? I thought he yeah, got there yesterday. Wasn't he part nah, of that crazy he was a part of the Celtics. free agency? After, after he did that dirty oh, play where he almost right. broke somebody arm. Kevin Love. Um, yeah, yeah. He was, he was out of there after that one. They don't stand for that shit in Boston. And he just got buried in South Beach, which is cool. Yeah, he was cool. good for him. Like he was, he, he was good last year, but he couldn't shoot so this Bielitz year. So Bielitz is a bigger pickup than Vucevic, just so we, just so we have that on the record. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, one hundred percent. I love and it. And you can't, you can't <laughs> accuse me of xenophobia because they're both European. Huh? There you go. That's that's got it. That's how you see. No, Bielitz, yo, Bielitz is going to be. Great for that white man. Yeah. Co-signing well, Bielitza over. was a guy I thought that the Warriors <laughs> should have been trying to get before the season. I mean, he's a really good yeah. player who who just kind of gets lost. He's a good playmaker, he, like he six ten playmaker yeah. can shoot, like and really is a good defender. 
I mean, he would have fit perfectly, I thought, on the Warriors uh, when they when they lost Clay. I, I thought that he would have been a guy that they should have gotten. But you know, these guys go to Sacramento, and, and Zach, you know this because you kind of pay more attention I've to the Kings than anybody, as well. Right? Yeah. But guys go to right. Sacramento, and they can they can play well, but nobody will ever trust it. And mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like the Aaron Gordon thing. Aaron Gordon has shown flashes of being a really good player. Now he's going to go get a chance to to be in a role that is probably less than his skills. I think he's really going to excel. Is a huge pickup for them. So, um, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think Bielitz is a huge, huge pickup for Miami. Oh, man. Him playmaking, him knocking down 30-footers. His nickname's Professor Big Shots. Like, what are we doing? You can tell me that's not – you don't want a professor that's of big killer. shots? How is that? I his, mean, no, no, but Fournier, Fournier still has the yeah. best the best name, dog. When has don't he ever hit a don't big Google shot. me as hard. Yo, check out – I'd like to – have you ever heard of a little uh, little organization called FIBA? Dude is killing in FIBA, okay? That's where he got the Professor Big Shots nickname. He's played for the Wolves and the Kings. He's never had a chance to make a big shot. Exactly. That's okay? What, that's what I, I was just wondering if, if I had missed a lot of Billy to game winners. I was just wondering that. <laughs> no, didn't. now he gets the first shot. Now he's finally in the NBA. After all these years, after five and a half seasons, he's finally in the NBA where he can make a big shot. Um, for the buyout market, Gorgie Jang to the Spurs. LaMarcus Aldridge will be weakened at Bernie's in Brooklyn. Uh, Drummond to the Lakers. Am I missing one? Was there another one that happened? I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's that's it. So Drummond to the Lakers is probably the sexiest, uh, the sexiest signing there. I like Gorgie to the Spurs the best in terms of like actually making an impact. But Drummond on the Lakers... Trey, like there, there, I guess there is the possibility that LeBron's gonna be like, hey, get your shit together. Like, we need you to play this way. Play this way. Man, it's absolutely low risk. I'm signing him every time. I don't care what I, it's like somebody saying, don't be Dave DeFore's friend. And I'm like, well, I haven't got a chance to know the guy. How can I not know the guy <laughs> yet? Let me learn. Let me let me experience it for myself. Jake King has been saying? saying that to everybody. everybody. Don't be David right? Boy's friend. Yeah. So in Smart this situation, move. you know, I got a chance to watch Andre early on in his career, and he's matured, but he's also bounced around from team to team, and he's he was given the keys early. I don't think that he's a, a option one guy, but I do feel that with the leader and with a minimal role. He is going to succeed. He is capable of getting 10 points and 10 rebounds in one quarter. I've seen it happen multiple times. And he's had ridiculous stat lines throughout this season, about seven games this season. And the Lakers don't even need that from him. So if he can just be a fraction of that, that puts them sitting pretty. But still, banking off the two, three weeks that we had the conversation about LeBron's return, how does LeBron return from this injury? Because, right. again, we look at this person who never gets hurt, this person who never has to deal with the question mark of, oh, how is he going to be when he gets back? He's 36. Yes, AD returns soon. And then now they added Drummond. But the main idea, the main focus is going to be on LeBron. How does he return from the, you know what I mean? Like, again, I think he's going to pump $2 million into his recovery. He might, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 the price is going up. But this is where I really like the Drummond move. Uh, I think that when you, when you get LeBron and, and AD back out there, well, now you've added a layer of insurance defensively. I mean, part of why that defense was so awesome last year 
was because LeBron. That's fine. Well, LeBron and AD were so good game, at the though, back line help. But now you've got a real drop center. I mean, Drummond is good in drop coverage. Dang. And he can blitz. Dre might shoot a three. And he can blitz. And Dre might try to be hands. a point guard sometimes. Well, this is the issue. That's not going to happen in L.A. You're not going to get Drummond shacked in a fool out there and kicking look, the ball. Dave, into I thought the, the same thing. The and then Kyle Kuzma showed up with blonde hair the other day. I'm pro the move. Zach. I'm pro right. the move, but I'm being <laughs> devil's advocate. I don't know who's running it. Are we sure they're not going to get that kind of Drummond? Are no, sure? I'm pretty sure. I mean, which listen, is AKA he, Anthony he's gonna, Bynum. So, he's so, going to play a lot so, against so, bench so what units, is, and this guy is. I mean, he's a real player. Andre Bynum, sorry, he puts up numbers. What, what, but what it's is not he like going to do side. for the Lakers? Like, ideally, what would he be doing? Like, what have we so seen here, Andre Drummond do in the past that we think the ideal version of whatever he's had in the past? Would here are my two questions. Rebound, play defense, Here are my two questions with. Yeah, with, with with Andre on the Lakers, here are my two questions. Can he get to where JaVale was for them last year? Absolutely. Which, yeah. which oh is a low bar, right? Of course. Some, for sure. Uh, no, JaVale is a much better but, defender. Well, can and will he, right? And then and then the other question is, can, he, like, the higher, the higher yes. standard is, can he get to where Dwight was for them last year? Absolutely. If he can get to where Dwight was for them last year, yeah, this he's is way more healthy. First sign. of all, he's way more healthier than the two. He's way more playable than the two. He's going to be dunking like crazy. He's going to be rebounding like crazy. I just want to know. I'm curious about the fit as far as the stagger when the guys are off the court, the guys that he's playing next to when he's starting. And then after that, the looseness of playing with the second unit and you get the like, well, I'm open. Let me take this three. Well, I got four fouls and I reach. Now I got five and we needed you. Those are the things his biggest challenge is discipline. It is not about talent. It's not what he can add. It's the discipline part because when the Lakers need him the most, is when, especially if he's never played in big games outside of like college and stuff like that, that is going to be the huge testament of like, Dre, I need you to focus. Yes, you picked uh, Kyrie in this series once or twice, but you have five fouls. He would <laughs> reach and, you know, and it's like, ah. Uh, I just told you don't reach. You know what I mean? So those are the things that's going to be the biggest test. I believe in him. I think that he's going to be able to, we're going to be either talking about how good, how this was the biggest pickup of the season and how it resulted in them tasting champagne in July, or it can be like, he was the same player all along. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think like picking up Drummond, on the buyout market, there is very little risk for the Lakers no in this. Yeah. yeah, it was low risk. If, if yeah. he's what he's always been, fine. You don't have to play him. You can play AD at the five. You can stick with Gasol. You can you can get away with that. You don't have to lean on him. If, if for whatever reason, after many years in the NBA, he finally decides to focus on what he should actually be good at and catches lobs and blocks shots and rebounds the basketball – and does like Dwight Howard did last year, then then that could be a big plus for them. And so I, I know I went on an ep- epic rant against Andre Drummond last week, but <laughs> but but he is a guy that like you could convince yourself, you could try to convince yourself there there could be something there. And if there is, then then he could help the Lakers. And if there's not, then they picked him up for nothing and lost nothing, and and they can just stick him at the end of the bench and. And that's fine. And so maybe he so for the Lakers, I, I like it for the Lakers. And I didn't, I didn't think any of the other buyout guys like, like Griffin, like LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah, that they're wouldn't, not like that wouldn't help. That wouldn't help either. the Lakers. I think Drummond probably has the highest ceiling of, of all those guys. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, he was he was he was made for them. I will say that. Is there a chance that LaMarcus Aldridge even has a five minute stretch in a playoff game? No. That yes. helps the no. Nets. Yes. No, nah, I don't see it. I think yes. there is. He's I mean, be- what's he gonna do besides shoot mid rangers? Right. Like what like is Kevin Durant gonna you know, be playing? I, or? I could see him making three three mid rangers in a in a big playoff quarter. Why not? But you know he's he's the, the the guys around him are gonna attract so much attention. And how many and open three pointers so. does he give up in that stretch? That's, that's crazy, y'all trying to team act Spurs, my well, man. Who's getting minutes still there? Right? I mean, you've got now. You how many centers do you have? You've got Jordan, you've got Claxton, Claxton. you've got Aldridge, and you've got Griffin, Blake Griffin. Yes, yeah. yeah. and then so you've got Jeff Kevin Green. Durant when he comes back. I rather a little have, bit of small I rather have Def. Well, no, we'll see. No, KD's out. Of, he's not playing small ball five anymore. That's out. So he's either going to be one. Yeah, they four. can't afford that. He's that's, his that's health. It. You can't. You but can't. you still get Dinwiddie back. You still get the thing is, is how many people when it comes down to that rotation of nine players, if that eight, eight tops, who's going to be on the floor and who is going to be happy and unhappy on that bench that think they did because Claxton and Bruce Brown should be in the mix. I'll say that for sure. But don't forget, don't forget Uncle Jeff Green. Yeah, too many oh, guys he's playing now, for sure. But too no, many no, guys he's playing in the, for in sure. Front court. So in this situation, it's going to be a challenge of because Blake had a, a a flirtation of 17 points against his old team. Maybe it was, you know, um, he got up for them. Yeah, well, he got that. He got that lob and then started talking shit to the Pistons bench. I was just like, come on, I still Blake, got that's it. Unnecessary. I still got <laughs> it. No, it was great. It's it's still bad blood over there, and you know it is what it is. But at the end of the day, Blake's going to start feeling it a little bit, like he should be playing more, and that's going to be the biggest test of Steve Nash's coaching career so far. Yeah, they're because- not playing 10 guys in the playoffs. But I will say this, in the next two months, everybody's going to be happy willy-nilly because guys get to actually get rest now. James Harden finally can go sit down. He's been playing 42 minutes, 38 minutes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he'll be the only one available. And then you're looking like, damn, okay, is James going to get one of those rest days? So now you have that to like, because the East is not that great. And then also the farthest they travel, I think, is to Memphis. Or something like that. So they don't have to go back west. They knocked all those trips out. And then they got a good home stretch. And they play, um, I forgot who it was, twice. That isn't, there are winnable ball games that they don't really need the big three that much. So those guys are going to get their reps. And I think that it'll work in their favor. I don't, I don't think they cruise in the East. But I'm waiting on that matchup with Philly. Yeah, I mean, look, if I if I didn't think that Aaron Gordon raises the the nugget ceiling, I sure as fuck don't <laughs> think Lamarcus Aldridge does anything for the Nets in 2021. Like I I just don't think he's I just don't think he's playable anymore. Like the Spurs were so much better the last two years without oh, yeah. Aldridge on the floor. And like they're running like Trey Lyles and Jakob Pertle. Right? Or sometimes Rudy Gay at the five. Like that's what they were doing. I just don't see Aldridge yeah, it's, being it's a. a diff- it's definitely a different ask, though. When you, exactly when, you, when you're playing around Kyrie and and James Harden, and when KD comes back, it's you know the just strain, pick and pop, bro. Pick and pop. Yeah, it's it's this guy's just literally all of that one on one stuff that he would try to do in San Antonio, like the isolation stuff. I think that's those are in the past and never coming back. I would, yeah. I would hope so. Like I, mean, I said, I, I don't think those guys are really chasing stats. They they've put in the mentality that they want to win, and that's why they they're taking a chance to go play with their buddies. But again, 
if you're depending, I like that LMA came over because if you were solely banking on Blake to like say anything happens and he well, goes down, I guess at, what least, happened- at least I know I can kind of say, LaMarcus, can you step in? Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for summer and warmer days. I know I'm looking outside right now. Sun's out. Birds are chirping. It's time to start getting outside. Uh, I know that I like to get outside and play basketball with my kids. And honestly, I need to get into a fitness routine in order to keep up with these guys. And Peloton is there for me. Peloton's varying class links were designed with your training plan in mind. Personalize your workout, whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance. Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. Peloton's classes were made to challenge you. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you're already excelling in. Peloton's program and instruction push you to be your best. Their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run indoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Yeah. I'd, rather have, I'd rather have depth than like nothing at all because Chris well, Chioza was getting in. You know yo, what I mean? Like the, yo, the, what we're not going to do is have any Chris Chioza dismissal or slander on this podcast. No, 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 no. He's, a, he's an NBA player, but I'm saying covering those games where it's just James Harden and the rest of the net sometimes yeah. isn't like they're, they're the Rockets, bro. Early on in the year, if you look at it like that, when those when the guys aren't playing. When you implement everything, Jeff Green has been great. He'll step up and he'll have like 15 or he'll have a crazy dunk that gets everybody. Claxton has been good. But then even being 80% of their team with Griffin and Aldrich will be more watchable than the guys that are buried deep that's actually getting a rotation, you know? I well, And they so still what, have one more spot, by the way. Yeah, so what happened to Drummond then as a possibility? Because that fizzled no, out real no, quick. So here's the thing. Drummond always wanted to be a centerpiece. He didn't want to be a fourth option. He would have been a fourth option in this situation. So he's going to be in L.A.? See, that, even, even just knowing that I makes mean, me question Drummond. I with mean, the but here's the, here's, the, here's the thing, though. For Drummond in L.A., he always wanted to play with LeBron. And then if anybody that he was going to feel, quote, unquote, take a backseat with is A.D. That's it. But Charlotte was in the mix. And Boston was in the mix. Shouts to Jay King. Because <laughs> Boston would have been able to throw some money to him and make him kind of not a focus, but, you know, give him a little attention that he needed. And New York would have been able to give him some attention that he needed. But L.A., he's been wanting to play with LeBron since he was in college. So it's not yeah. – it, it, it's, a, it's a dream for him. And it was a no-brainer. And the thing is, the Lakers have gotten buy-in from their, you know – their bench guy, they're like ancillary guys, right? Like Kuzma has turned himself into an energy player, a high effort, sort of intangibles guy, and, you know, three and D when needed type of stuff. Like, you know, he averaged, everybody always says, before LeBron got there, he averaged 20 points a game and blah, blah, blah. And we get it, you did. But, you know, on this team, that's not your role anymore. And they've gotten buy-in from all of these guys. So For sure. 
I think Drummond is going to get with the program, man. And again, like the, the J.R. Smith rule always applies. Like if, if J.R. Smith was able to get get in line in Cleveland and figure out how to be a winning type of player in 2016, I think Drummond can do something similar. I think he was all, always a winning player. <laughs> the league just had to adjust to JR. <laughs> always, always a winning player. Um, all right, before we before we wrap this up, uh, Draymond Green had some comments about being the greatest defender of all time, which I don't think anybody in- agrees with here. But um, I am interested in the conversation that it sparked in terms of, uh, like, he's had comments before about. Um, Rudy Gobert, obviously Ben Simmons has had comments about Rudy Gobert and the idea of like, what do you value more, right? Do you value the anchor piece or the versatile defender? Or I guess in Draymond's case, it's both, right? He's, to me, he's, Dray- he's to both. Me, to me, is Draymond. Um, like all his time? ability. No, he's oh. it, the greatest defender of all time. Is well, that's what we're talking Bill about right Russell. now. But in modern time, it's probably KG. Um, and I think Timmy is right behind him. Mm-hmm. But I think Draymond is much closer to being right than he is being wrong. I'll say that. I'm like, pushing I back. Agree. At his best? I think at his peak, he's one of the best, best of all time. I'm dude, pushing back and seeing Rodman in Detroit. how good he was on defense. How good he is or can be. Just his instincts. Um, people don't realize how long Draymond is. So, like, he can play big and then again he's guarding your lebrons when when you have to he was guarding westbrook in 2016 when they needed him to um he was meeting guys at the rim protecting the paint like to be that versatile to me is more valuable than what rudy does being anchored at the rim because it's just draymond could blow up so much stuff dude it's just I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm a huge fan of Draymond Green. Pass me the ball, please. Listen, this is strictly an opinion from him. I do not believe that is a fact. I do respect that he is one of the top 20 defensive players of all time. Um, but that's bullshit. Straight up. You know what I mean? It's too many people that did this on a high level and it's disrespectful to make that comment. I do why you, understand. Why do you say that? Because, I mean, like I said, he's good. Damn good. But... When you think about it, you said, oh, for this axe, like, hey, Draymond, can you go guard Russ or this and that? Dennis Rodman for the Pistons would guard point guard. No question asked. Every position. When you look at in Draymond's situation, he can't guard KD, bro. Like, there's limitations to that. Certain players don't have limitations. And then the, the, the whole thing about coming at T.A., Kobe himself talked about T.A., the, the the rules change now. You can't touch certain well, players. Yeah. You can't also, do like his shit, his shitting on TA had only anything to do with TA's offense. It had nothing to do with his defense. That's what I'm like, saying. Yeah. But, but no, you know, people jumped on it on some crazy oh, for shit. Sure. Like, yeah. As far as like, oh, and it's like that's not what he makes his bread and butter for, bro. Yeah. Like all of y'all are damn good lockdown defenders. If we want to really, and then think about the defense, the defensive goat. It's so hard to determine one because everybody does something differently good. You got a help side guy that was excellent. I was in three steals a game, still damn near. You know what I mean? Like in situations, you got guys like GP, point guard, to only win the award. You know what I mean? Like LeBron's damn good at it. You know what I mean? Like certain people, Chris Paul's a damn good defender and guards mm-hmm. every position and doesn't get the love that he deserves. So in certain situations, I, I understand his opinion, but it's not a fact. Because you got Pippen, you got... um. 
Shit, I can't. I mean, man, I, right? I'm with Waz. Like to me, the modern day, it's KG. Because KG did no, everything. No, I, I'm fine yeah. with KG, yeah. but Draymond, cut it out. Cut it out because it's just disrespectful to the art. Like, like I said, I want him to feel that about himself. Say, I'd rather him he say, should believe I, it. Yeah. No, I'd rather him say, I, I personally feel this about myself. Yeah. Versus, yo, this is a fact. You know what I'm saying? Because when we talk about greatest of all time and we think about it, it's always Jordan, Kobe, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Russell. But then we go rings, but then we never break down the depth of it. So it's kind of hard to determine one person. If I wanted to say in the past 10 years, maybe I can give Draymond that. Yeah, past 10 years for sure, I think it's Draymond. Um, so he should So he should change that up and say, I'm the greatest defender of this era. That, that yeah that's like that's, that's a real a conversation better, that's a better yeah. conversation that's a real for conversation versus saying of all time i think he also has an argument if he's the best defender of this era and it's never been harder to defend than it is in this era then also, also j king it's the yeah, i don't think draymond would have been able to guard hayward bookman <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I'm Thank saying you, in honor of Thank the in honor of the Dudley dunk, hell. right? In honor of the Shaq Dudley dunk, Gary he would have been in a Gary he would have been in a trash can, big dog. We can't do this thing because if Draymond had been can, playing in dog. the '60s, they would have shot him. They would have been like, "We have an alien here." Uh, who, Listen, year uh, two, clearly year doesn't three. do things like human beings, and they they just don't know what to do with that. Yeah, I just don't see him doing anything with year two, year three, Shaq. Them quick hands ain't gonna work. Sorry. Draymond never had to be in the trenches against Marcus Pfizer, okay? <laughs> <laughs> never Shout out to, to Marcus Pfizer, man. He was yeah, just man. chilling on the couch and caught a, a stray bullet. No, man, that's that's praise for Marcus Pfizer. That guy was a beast. Um with and, uh and where Draymond where he's rightest is he he can do anything a defender needs to do. Yes, I think Waz for sure. Waz was a hundred percent accurate when he he's talked about how much he just blows up. Like he, he rotates three, four times, stops the guy at the rim, guards the guy in the perimeter. There are no holes to his defense, intelligence, everything. And, and so that's what separates him from a lot of the other best defenders. Yeah. His can, awareness. Well, and, that's what, that. and that's like where I would Bear's go. better at defending the rim. Kawhi is better. If you needed one guy on one possession, Tony Allen was better. If you needed to hound a score on the perimeter all all game but but when you combined all of it it's Draymond and and that's that's part of the Damn. reason why the warriors became yeah, a dynasty that's really where i would throw kg into the mix because yeah, kg, KG like cuz here's the thing the kg that Damn, everyone saw in yo. boston was about half as good defensively as he was in minnesota kg was a joke like he like i mean flip was breaking rules by essentially playing a zone kg's at the top guarding point guards and then defending every shot at the rim like KG was a monster in that way. Um, it would have been interesting to see like Hakeem in the modern day, right? Because he could have blown up all that shit too. Oh yeah, he. I mean, he would have just been a monster and shooting threes yeah. and all the stuff that he was already Again, able these to do. Answers off the change all the time, yeah. bro. Exactly, yeah. it's going to change, bro. Yeah. Like, there's no fact to this. It's just debatable. Also, and we got to throw Ron Artest in the mix. That's what I'm saying, yeah. dog. Like, it goes. But all this to say <laughs> that I agree man. with Draymond that he's the greatest of all time. <laughs> that's fair that's fair dude. bill russell was the greatest of all time that dude he led the top rated defense for like 
10 or 11 straight years. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Draymond ridiculous. Is also, it was, he's like it the Steph close. Curry of defense, too, because think about how defense has evolved because of what Draymond was able to do. Not yeah, I'm only saying that's all K- that, I mean, that's that's shit KG did. I'm sure. Saying, like, yeah. I just but yeah, Draymond seven, is going to get the credit for no, me. No, well, but we're but we're but we're we're putting more more ample on his height, bro. And I don't He's, know. He helped change the definition of tweener. Like when he came into what? the league, being a tweener was a bad thing. Like it, it was. A, I guess so. It was bro. a bad thing, and then Draymond started playing up, playing center. But and, here's and versatility, right. like they so. Here's, here's my ring, question, bro. Would you, I ain't gonna would get you that want? Much would you want a dude who could do all that stuff at six foot six, or would you want a dude who could do all that stuff at seven foot one? Absolutely. No, I, I'm with you on that. I don't think yeah. he's the best defender of all time, but this era, yeah. Oh, this era, I think. Yeah, this era. I'm, but Jay I'm in King, on that. are we having that conversation if he's taller? Nah, because they know. wouldn't have labeled him a tweener. Well, I'm just talking oh, about just know. in general, bro. I think like I think that. Yeah, they do talk about Ben Simmons that way. Yeah. And Ben Simmons does feel the same way. He does think mm-hmm. he's one yeah. up there too. Yeah. And I and I think that he should get more credit than what he what he gets mm-hmm. on the defensive end. Well, but we're, we're about say, to have two no months. Go, no go talk. Trey, we're about to have two months of jazz fans getting mad because all the numbers say Rudy Gobert, and then other people say, nah, it's Ben Simmons. He's versatile. We're about to have two months of that shit, right? Like coming up right now. No, for but we season. but we've literally given credit to all the good defenders. In this debate, and you guys are still going back to Draymond. I'm the only person probably pushing back on this, and that's fine. I'll, I'll die on that hill. I'm, o- I'm only willing to say Draymond for the last ten years. Like, I'll, and I'll and I'll and I'll be okay with that. Yeah, I would live with that because of what type of team he was a part of, and for how long he did it consistently. In the past ten years, six of those ten years, he has been elite. No love for Bobby Jones. That, th- that was the Sixers dude, right? Bobby mm-hmm. Jones? Yeah, I mean, they. some people say that he's probably the greatest, you know what I mean? Sam Jones. I thought Sam Jones was the crazy defender. No, Bobby no, Jones. Was Bobby Jones. Jones. No, it was white, white Bobby Jones. <laughs> white Bobby Jones. Oh. oh, my fault. It was a white Bobby Jones. <laughs> was. George Mikan. Oh, get the fuck out. All right, that's it. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's how you end a podcast. It's Steve Wojciechowski. Slapping the... Yeah, Shane it's not Vallier. defense if you're not slapping the floor that's in a right. Duke uniform, all right? That's what real defense is. Uh, make sure you subscribe to all the shows on The Athletic. No dunks, The Athletic NBA Show. We obviously had basket buds today, tampering tomorrow, hoops adjacent on Wednesday, point of contention on Thursday, nerd she wrote on Friday. And, uh, oh, shit, what's the name of the new Saturday NBA show? NBA Slam Jam. Slam Jam, yeah, Slam Jam right there. We've got No Dunks and we've got Slam Jam, two very conflicting ideas. Uh, Make sure you're checking all those out. Subscribe to The Athletic. You get a great deal right now for the best sports coverage on the internet. For Trey, for Waz, for Dave, for Jay, for Jade, I'm Zach. Keep it locked in on The Athletic.